I'll give them a neighbor. You know, <laughs> you know what? I'm out here in my uh, podcast studio here. Uh, when you're working for the uh, when you're working uh, your podcast in today's media-rich culture, you need to keep it real. Man, I'm out here in my carport, which is my uh, audio studio. Now, I could make a video, but then you'd have to see my face, yo. <laughs> that'd, be the, that'd be the end of my, my uh, work. I regard this podcast as a feature in my life. My life is subtitled Servant to the People. Yeah, that's what public service means. You know, I didn't join a Peace Corps. Beautiful program built by uh, the Kennedy family, the Kennedy idea, the Kennedy dream of using your blessings to bless those around you. You know, you can't bless people around you if, if, if you use them to make yourself the tallest tower in the world. Now, that doesn't work that way. We know it doesn't work that way. No, you have to make yourself a servant. If you want to be great, you got to go low. If you want to be at the top of the game, you got to start at the bottom. I have a student friend of mine named Doug McMillan. You know, I saw him in a store the other day. You know, I'm real busy, but when he said, hey, Mr. Gunner, okay. You know, I went over and talked to him for a minute. But guess what? Doug, I'm busy because I'm a servant to my people. I'm not a servant to Walmart. I'm not a servant to the board of directors. I like Doug McMillan. And I'm not fussing at him. And by the way, he's a servant too. He should be. I saw him on a video, uh, I believe yesterday, with uh, Brother Mike Pence, who is the real president of America. Phew, thank goodness. (laughs) And, uh, Every time Mr. Trump does something that I don't like, I just remember that there's a, the backup over there is Mike, and at least he has the pretense of uh, Christianity and not and and uh, not a reckless, uh, self-obsessed ego that some of us have in these days. I like the Christian life. I've told you that many many times. Anyway, the the idea is that we're out here in our in our people's audio studio. We don't have video and don't ask for it because I'm not putting my face on the camera and ruining my program. (laughs) I'm a book reader. (laughs) The the fact is that you've landed on the the neighborhood of Steve Gunner, public servant, a servant to his people, what people? Well, you know, I I got a hometown. I got two hometowns. One's Ashdown, uh, Gerald Roberts, uh, Ms. Gerald Roberts. Uh, I don't know, just a whole bunch of people. And um, I knew Gerald at Hope, too. I like Gerald Roberts. He has a, uh, his own life. I'd like to hear the rest of his story. I saw the other day where Gerald t- takes a, uh, his motorcycle which knowing him, he probably built it himself. It's probably like you know, one of a kind, super great craft, crafted vehicle. I bet you couldn't find it anywhere in a store. I bet it's I bet it's handmade. One piece at a time, like Johnny Cash made his car. <laughs> Remember that song? <laughs> and uh, 
Johnny Cash was working in the car plant. He couldn't afford a car, so he, he took it, took pieces of the car out one at a time. <laughs> and then he built his own car and made his getaway. I sure do miss uh, Johnny Cash. What I want to talk about today is uh, uh, over at anchor.fm, I, I want to say thank you. I want to er, uh, encourage you to go over there to that page. Learn how to use these podcasts. Hey, I don't know how to use this podcast, and I'm the author of the podcast. I'm not as bad off, though, as Don, Don Trump Jr. Man, if you if you got a beef with Don Trump Sr., that, that's okay with me. But I got a beef with Don Jr. You know why? And it's not politics. Either. Don't, don't, don't get off on that. Don't let yourself get derailed by tiny, small things like politics. That's so tiny. Step up to things that are big, like your neighborhood. That's a big world. Do you know your neighborhood? I wish I knew mine better. I can't talk to my neighbors right now. I'm locked up. I'm getting quarantined by the COVID virus monster. I see him out there. I've seen pictures of him, man. He's he's horrible. He, he'll get on you. He'll kill you. All right, now look. I was having uh, lunch the other day with some firefighters. Uh, Sean, uh, 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 Travis, and uh, I think that other fellow's name was Wayne. But uh, thank you, fellas. That's the kind of people I like. Servants of the people. Public heroes. Don't worry about Don Trump, senior or junior. Find out the name of your local fireman. Is he getting paid enough? Is his family looked out for? If uh, the fire takes his life, will somebody provide for his family? Who's going to do that? Let's all do it. You know, um, we're in it together. I like what uh, uh, Mr. Cuomo said. I don't know if we could have more than one president, but I wish he could be president for a little while during the crisis. I, I wish Don Trump would go back to his tower and concentrate on real estate. And uh, that's all right with me. Uh, the Russians have got to put their money somewhere, and Mr. Trump knows how to you know, buy real estate and make it look good. If, I don't know if it is good, but he makes it look real good. And uh, he's good at selling it and buying it and talking it and, and uh, trading it. And, and uh, that's real estate. So he could go back and do that. But meanwhile, we need somebody to get us through this, you know. And I, I listen to uh, uh, Mr. Andrew Cuomo every single day. I have the suspicion that he's a Christian. I believe I detect some tones in his talk that I heard from the master uh, teacher that lived in Nazareth uh, who used to hit the road at about the age of 33. And as far as I can tell, uh, gave up every possession if he had it. He might have had a, he probably had some tools. I think he had uh, some builder tools. I think he had uh, carpenter tools. I had a friend of mine that was a carpenter, and he was a Christian. And he, he had the habit, it, it's a pretty good habit, that whenever there was a tornado in the county next door or there was a hurricane in the city down south of New Orleans, my friend would pack up his gear and he would get others likewise motivated, trained people. And they became for a short time no longer the servant of self. I become the servant of the people. And those guys would take their uh, Christian faith and start walking it and not talking it. And I always thought to myself, I am never going to criticize them, though I might become the greatest atheist on earth, you're not going to find me 
criticizing those people. I don't remember what church they went to. I don't care what church they went to. Man, I was impressed by a religion that actually did something as opposed to all those phony religions that just talk a good talk, build a big old church, and get richer than Satan. No, I like I like this guy. He didn't have a lot of money, I don't think. But boy, was he a willing, sacrificed servant of the master. If you know what I mean, you get my drift. You get what I'm saying, perceive what I'm saying. Grab onto it and take it home with you. And then take it out for a walk. I'm going to go walking later today, but I hope that beside me will be the invisible teachers in all of my life, my mom and my dad, my spiritual gurus, which are too numerous to mention, but include Lawrence of Arabia, because he too was out in the desert and shed his colonial, imperialistic, capitalistic ways. You ride a donkey across the desert <laughs> and fight those damn Turks, and I bet you'll, you'll gain a spiritual insight deeper than your average Ozark dweller. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and you know where that drifted to. Look, man, can I share something with you? In my neighborhood, I have learned something. People are unhappy right now. The people in my family are not happy. I dare say my wife is not happy. And I know why, too. America was given a test. It's the kind of test that we can give if we're in the psychological sciences, I'm not talking about voodoo or rubbing two stones together, hoping for a God. No, I'm, talk, no, I'm not talking about guesses and hunches. No, I'm talking about science. That word means knowledge. What do we know? And are you sure you know it? So uh, we have uh, tests that are certified and real and take an accurate, quantifiable measure. That's what you need, and sometimes we do need quantifiable measures. How many people in Arkansas have COVID-19? Does anybody in my neighborhood have COVID-19? How many people in my neighborhood are asymptomatic super spreaders of a disease that's trying to kill a, pe a man as old as I am? Huh? Hey, I don't know. Guess what? Ignorance can kill you. Uh, so my neighbors right now think, you know, they think he's eccentric, Man, Steve's acting so odd. No, I'm not. I'm using knowledge. You're just out there guessing your way to death. Uh-uh, pal. The road to hell is paved with ignoramuses. <laughs> I'm in Arkansas. We have our share of the ignorant. <laughs> well, look, you know what I'm going to do is uh, I, I want to share that with you this thing. So, okay, so they, they went around and they took a, pro, a profile of any place you want to. And they asked the uh, uh, people, to, you know, hey, you mind taking this test? And they took it. And the people of America, you know, as a profile, took it. And the people of, uh, name any of the other 150 countries you, you want to name, or, or, or list the ones that are at least, you know, occupy our uh, scale of living, our income, et cetera. That wouldn't be, we're pretty good, you know. Uh, our income is pretty good as a, as a uh, global citizen. If you're in India and you make $2 a day, wow, Americans are all rich. 
They just don't know it. <laughs> the guy making uh, minimum wage in, in, in Arkansas uh, does not realize how, how rich he is compared to uh, a Modi man in India, $2 a day. Oh, real happy. <laughs> no, they're not either. <laughs> what does it take to be happy? Well, I'm getting there. The question was, uh, at the end of the profile, how happy is our nation? America is a very, very unhappy nation. They gave the test to people at Yale University. Hey, they're all rich, Steve. Yeah, I know. But guess what? They're poor in happiness. They're not very happy. They asked the uh, people on Wall Street. Gave the same test. <laughs> they're not very happy. But when they started asking around in like places like, uh, truly, the poor places in India or the poor places in Vietnam or the poor places where there happened to be a Catholic church, uh, guess what? <laughs> Super happy. Gee, Steve, what's the difference? Well, <clears throat> the one group of people has the knowledge and a, and a life practice that is not influenced um, by external conditions like fancy clothing, fine cars, super good meals, luxury clothing. Those are all the adornments of unhappiness. How do I know that? Well, I'm taking a class at Yale University and see, saying that made me happy. Isn't that, isn't that, that's kind of vain, isn't it? But I am, but it's a free course. It's the most successful course in all of the online university classes that are now available to, I think, anybody, but especially if you're a senior citizen, they're free. Yale wants you to take the class. If you'll just give Yale credit when you're talking about it, say, thank you, Yale, for allowing me to study with Dr. Laurie. And Dr. Laurie is the world's greatest knowledge scientist on what makes people happy. Well, guess what? It, it's not stuff. You know the answer. You already know it. But I'm, I'm, I already knew that. I, I, I've been to church. Uh, 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 I, have a, I have a life of joy. I know, I know what joy is. I have a good marriage. I do. I have. It's, I have a beautiful wife. I have a beautiful life. I have a wonderful daughter. Hey, you ought to see my grandson. Can I show you some pictures? <laughs> hey, have I mentioned to you that, <laughs> that uh, <laughs> I'm real unhappy about my car? <laughs> no, I'm not. It's paid for. It's a truck. It's real old. <laughs> it looks like Sam Walton's kind of. Yeah. It, and uh, my hair's gotten where it looks kind of like Sam Walton's too. I like to think sometimes like, you know, hey, I look like Sam Walton. <laughs> okay. It's a, it's a great uh, thing. Go over to her podcast. She's got a podcast. It's free. You know what it's called? The Happiness Project. The Happiness Project. I got to close up and get back in my house now, but I've had fun out here in my uh, podcast studio. I wish I could have opened my door and looked outside, but I can't. Couldn't hear anything this morning. We're in here in my, uh, uh, my uh, two-car garage. And there's, my, <laughs> there's my statue of Buddha. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's Buddha or not. I mean, I'm not sure. And beside that, there's a space helmet. <laughs> I think we're going to Mars. Uh, will this make us happy? Uh, it will make that uh, uh, Elon, Musk ha Elon Musk happy. 
<laughs> Try that Yale class. Come back to the Neighborhood Podcast. Uh, drop a comment on your uh, quote thing up there. Tell me if you uh, are happy. Tell me what makes you happy. What makes you happy? Going out for a walk? Huh? Going to the movie? Popcorn with your wife? With your, with your husband? Uh, your children? Just sitting outside? I have a friend of mine who's a teacher. She makes quilts. And they have more fun because, and I know why, because my grandmother made quilts too. But it wasn't a quilt that made her happy. It was the fact that everybody would come to her home and they worked together. And they worked together whether they were together or not. They were quite a group, the lady quilters of Atlanta, Texas. And uh, they made quilts for everybody. They probably sent quilts to the Navajo Reservation. (laughs) That reminds me of a couple of Apaches I know, but I'm out of time. Come see me again soon, would you?